so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity's rebel. M-O-L-M-M. What? Feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, that's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Six hours later. Y'all done got diggly pain. You done got diggly pain. Nope. No. No. Welcome to another piratey adventure from the men of low moral fiber. Uh, I'm your host, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Joined with me? What do you say? Joined by me? That's hard. Joined Joined by, and then the other people's names. Joined by, as always. Yeah. I feel like it's hard. Right? right? Uh, That's why I write it down. (laughs) Joined, as always, by my wonderful co host, Corrigan Vaughn. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I don't have any adjectives because Ben, <laughs> I, I told Ben that I would write the introduction. And wow. I guess I, you would I pulled fail a bit. so hard at telling pirate stories if you oh, were part of that, yes. that chum club or whatever. Yeah. Ayo. And the, the chum clubber to my. Nope. Nope. It's yep. Ben. Hey, Ben. Clubber chum. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> like clubber, clubber Lang. Clubber chum. Yeah. Uh, today mm. we are talking about Revenge of Monkey Island. Nope. M- Monkey Island rises again. Mm. Uh, the 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 secret of Monkey Island. Oh, oh no, that's, that's, what, the, that's well, what the game's it about. Is. Yeah, mm. but that's not it. Return to Monkey Island. The return to Monkey Island. I heard someone just in one of the interviews with Ron Gilbert. Uh, someone online reference that they referenced during the interview described the game as this is the game about the game about the secret of Monkey Island. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, there you go. Sweet. I played the whole thing and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. <laughs> I am excited to talk about what the secret of Monkey Island actually is. Oh, do you know? I don't even know yet. there is a portion of the game where you get to tell someone what that secret is. So we'll get there. Return of the Man from Monkey Island. That's it. Nailed it. There it is. Perfect. Nailed it. it. Uh, anyway, today we are going to talk a little bit of development. Uh, I've done a ton of research, but I asked Ben if he could summarize it for me. I'll read your notes off. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks so much. Thanks so much. No problem. You're such a mensch. And since yeah. Corey and I worked so hard to finish the game, mm-hmm. uh, we'll cover more of the gameplay stuff. Um, and then, of Perfect. course, we'll have beers. We'll have songs, uh, other drinks. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, talk about what we're playing next, which is nothing, because next up is our holiday episode. Uh, but I'm sure we'll play something after that. I, was, I feel like we do more like hanging out and chatting before we get into research. But we can just... <laughs> this is like very just like straight in the zone. I'm very tired. I went home from work <laughs> early today. It is late. Uh, to take care of myself. Self-care is important if the Internet has taught me anything these past right. few That's years. Right. Yeah, it's also an excuse for doing nothing sometimes. And isn't that the most important thing? Oh, amen. Nothing is my favorite. I'm such a fan of nothing. That is the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the lesson that I've taken. Christmas is all about. I mean, that's the thing about like internet, like therapy or whatever, you know, like TikTok and Instagram stuff and everything is that like it's always the wrong message you take from it. It's always like, I don't have to fix things because I'm a Gemini and like self care. So I don't have to worry about other people are my responsibilities it's it's the real activism it is it's not the it's not the people at the protests it's Mm -hmm. me yeah it's me sitting here boom posting memes all right so at pax 2019 (laughs) oh gilly our uh our friend not a phone not a Um, not a true phone like uh old david fox but the really like the 
the Patronus of the Month Pod, Ron Gilbert himself, right, mm. uh, met with someone that he mentioned that I'd never heard of, but he's probably a very important person who worked in Disney's licensing. Maybe mm. we should go back even further. Right? Go further. <laughs> Men of Low Moral Fiber stems yep. from several yep. characters in the original uh-huh. Secret of Monkey Island, one of the first LucasArts, LucasFilm games, which was what it was called before. It was called LucasArts, uh, which is why we named our podcast that. And also we have no moral compass, so we're like not perfectly aligns with sense. those characters. And we're all men. Exactly. Every single one of us. And so uh, in 2012, I think it was just the 10-year anniversary this summer, or a few months ago, uh, George Lucas sold Lucasfilm and LucasArts and everything, all the Lucas-related content to Disney for, I think, like $4 billion, $7 billion? A lot of billions. A gift. Uh, he, gave, he just gave it to Kathleen Kennedy. Does he have to change his name now? Now that he's sold all of this, does he have to become somebody else? He actually had yeah. to rename Lucas Valley Road. He's George <laughs> Marinwood now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sounds right. And uh, along with that, the rights of Monkey Island were sold. And so since then, I think because Tales was right before this, the sell, Tales of Monkey Island, which we have not d- yet done on. We skipped a, a game oh. to play this game. Because it's, it's kind of non-canonical. It was a part of the uh, Telltale yes, game series. Sure. So it was like a series of games. It was four or five games. Uh, we'll go back to, but it's definitely the biggest departure of Monkey Island games in, in the gameplay. Ron did work on it. I, th- I don't know if he, I don't know what his credits are. I should probably look that up. But he was at least consulted. He might have, I think he did some of the writing on it and stuff, but he, it wasn't really his game. Mm. He, didn't, he didn't direct the, the ship on that one as much. So he'd written on Grumpy Gamer dot blogspot.com I don't know whatever his website grumpygamer.com probably uh, is Ron's blog which is full of throwbacks today this is all just off the cuff too this isn't even in my notes I'm just going this is good this is good uh, he wrote I want to say in 2016-ish he wrote say a it. long blog that's become famous it was definitely 2016 it was March 27th 2016 boom making all this love up. it uh, <laughs> but it's it kind of it's his most famous blog that we've talked about before on the podcast basically saying it starts with if I were to make another Monkey Island. Yes. If I had a Monkey Island. If I had a Monkey Island. Oh man. <laughs> well, I know what my song is now. Thank you, Corey. It's hey. so good. I got you. Such a good album. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> he wrote a blog about if he were to make a Monkey Island. So uh, one thing I really loved about that blog post is he says, yes. you know, first off, it would be Monkey Island three. Yes, that's the main point. Right. Yes. No yes. offense to. The people who worked on Monkey Island after me. Curse right. of Monkey Island, which was the one that Corey and I played the most in high school. Right. Uh, but I would do it as a sequel to the last one I made. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I really like that because as you play this game, characters do appear from some of the later Monkey Islands. And, you know, yeah, I, we're still yeah. spoiler free. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that for now. But there's some fan favorites coming up. Totally. <laughs> and, I, and I really like that because I thought it was very respectful to say, like, I am kind of pretending that continuity isn't there. Because, I don't know, I didn't write it, it's, it's not there. But right. I know that people fell in love with this. But then yeah. he had one more important thing that he said. Uh, he had a lot of important things. But my favorite yeah. is, he said when he would announce it. Oh, this is amazing, yeah. He said, I would announce it as an April Fool's Day prank. <laughs> I would announce it on April Fool's Day so nobody could tell if it was real or not. And then, it was this year, right, Ben? It was 2022? Yeah. Yeah. It was this year. Was- April 1st, 2022, it is announced... Return to Monkey Island is a go. And everybody goes, wait, for real? (laughs) And somebody dug up the blog post and was like, oh, my God, you mad genius. He did it. He really did it. Incredible stuff. 
Uh, do you know who really did not want him to announce it on April 1st? Who? Corey's favorite publisher, Devolver Digital, who is the <laughs> publisher of this freaking game. We cannot get away from Devolver. No, yeah. We live there now. Yeah, that's this is the past three games, I think, our <laughs> Devolver <Yeah>. games. Uh, <laughs> and I feel great about it. Yeah, uh, because I think that the April 1st was like a Friday or Saturday, and they wanted to publish it mm, right. Monday, and so... He's like, I'm just going to do it. And they were, it wasn't okay. a big deal, but he just did it. And it didn't get any press because it was April no. 1st and it was just on his blog. Yep. And then when they finally yep. announced it, he's like, yeah, I already told you two days ago. Oh, <laughs> Which amazing. was funny because if you recall, I immediately tweeted it on our Net of Low Moral Fiber Twitter. And then like a day or two later, you then like slacked and were like, holy shit, did you see this? And I was like, guys, <laughs> we were like, I've been there. I've we were like, there. Corey, let me explain this to you. It is a new monkey island. I, I, I don't know if you know about this, Corrigan, but... There's this blog from five years ago, Corey? <laughs> like, get it together, guys. I'm, oh, I'm the hardcore amazing. gamer here, I get it, but... Amazing. You know. I know. Catch up, jeez. And, and for new listeners, we did used to be a LucasArts podcast, but we have yeah. devolved... No, something else. No, we're now cutting, a Devolver cutting, Digital cutting. podcast. We can't. They have too many games. <laughs> Isn't that how is that a problem? <laughs> the opposite problem of LucasArts. <laughs> that feels like the right thing. Yeah. So Thimbleweed Park uh-huh. came out, I think, 2019. Uh, in March 2019, we played it. We interviewed David Fox about it. He worked with David Grossman, Ron, Ron Gilbert on the game. And that was very much a throwback game. It was all pixel art and puzzle dependency charts and just old point and click slow click and glory right mm-hmm. uh and so at pax west 2019 ron gilbert met with someone who's like hey i work at disney licensing i just came and from now a we PAX. have monkey island oh yeah not pax west pax, PAX uh unplugged Joy-Z. three days um, ago oh was that like, like just like that's tabletop it's yeah not oh okay sense. i'm sorry gotcha again i go unnoticed and that kind of stuff yeah, yeah exactly all right <laughs> all the b-sides uh, i love it uh <laughs> So Ron's like, yes, that sounds good. Let me chat with some people. Let me think about it. Because another thing that blog post was I'm never he said he was never. I'm, I became Ron for a second. The power is strong. <laughs> wow. It's flowing through. you. I will never do another Monkey Island game unless I own the rights. So Disney doesn't relinquish relinquish rights. What they did was they they just licensed it out. So that's what ended up happening. Disney still owns Monkey Island. But Ron, in all of his interviews, has said uh, every single interview has said that it was like a pleasure to work with Disney. There was no pushback on any jokes. It wasn't anything like that. I think Monkey Island fits really well with Disney. Like it's yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's a very PG series. So I wasn't really worried about that. It's got just enough like little bits of edge in it. That's like kind yeah. of matching with where Disney is right now, like yeah. with Disney yeah. Plus content and everything where they're totally. like, we push stuff. We acknowledge that like people have sex or they swear yeah. sometimes right. or like right. you know stuff like that so it definitely fits in their vibe right now yes yeah. yes in sure. fact, i i can foresee an entire series of films based on monkey island coming out soon <laughs> i would handpick gore verbinski if it were me oh my god uh, to direct them but that's just my me. love for gore verbinski big budget chaos is it knows no bounds so wow. we've covered this before and I'm not going to cover it again because it makes me sad. Yeah, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't dignify it with a response says Ben. Thank you. 
Dave Grossman and Ron got together. They started storyboarding and brainstorming and got the licensing and they got David Fox on board. They had a room of 20 or a room, a room. I don't know. It's all COVID stuff. So it was many, many rooms, but they had a group company of 25 people that put this whole game together, which kind of blows my mind. Mm. And in two years that Ron was like, it took us a really long time. I was like, 25 people could make this whole game. Like that just seems like that's a, it's a deep, long, complex game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. dude, I guess so. Right. Yeah. I feel like we're seeing so much of that right now. Like, yeah, just I mean, obviously, COVID has really pushed people in that in that way to like people in separate places doing pieces of stuff. So whether it's like video games that we've seen manage to come out, that it's just incredibly impressive, the small number of people in uh, different places or like, you know, everything everywhere all at once. That was (laughs) just an incredible feat of a film that was made by people in different places all throughout the pandemic. Like, you know, it is incredible what we've seen that people can do at this point uh the only real kind of notable thing that i learned from the development from the things i understood other than just like it took us a long time to make blah blah blah. uh but the thing i thought was kind of cool is they made the first thing they did is they did the story the puzzle dependency charts and the dialogue like the whole Mm -hmm. script for everything they had all of that built so within the first like three or four months ron said they had an entire working game from start to finish wow which kind of blew my mind. It's yeah. like, I feel like it should take longer than that. And then the, the, another year and a half to kind of finish it out. But the last year and a half is all of the finishing all the art, right? They still had all mm-hmm. the backgrounds. None of the backgrounds were done at that point. All the game testing, all the voice acting, everything like that. And I'm sure game testing alone is like, oh, yeah, all these things. If you press this one button, these five puzzles all break or whatever. Right. So I'm sure that stuff, t- I mean, it took four or three times longer or whatever. So I, w- I would love to know what changed between yeah. the, the different I points. Wish that so for example, they'd if given you, us another documentary like with the, Oh my gosh, right? Well, but that yeah. probably would have slowed down development. Broken age. Yeah. But in the, um, slowed it down, the scrapbook yeah. at the end, uh or or maybe it was during the credits you see uh yeah, during the credits you see uh developmental stuff. And there's like a storyboards. Map. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And it's it's not the map you play within the game. Mm. Right? There's different islands. Uh, some of the same and, and some different. And that made me go, oh wow. People have found a, a lost island in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's like fully like it's not maybe not fully like all the other ones, but it's definitely it, you can interact with it in all those ways. The art isn't completely finished. It's a little more simple looking, but it's there's definitely stuff that people have found that's it's hidden in the game or, you know, stuff wow. that didn't make the game. Yeah. My review overall before we get into spoilers is really, really solid. And mm-hmm. I would say the UI uh, in oh particular is just incredibly good. Best of yeah. all of them, like without. The best yeah. point and click game I think that has ever been made. I mean, yeah, yeah. Besides a small vocal amount of people, um, vocal isn't really an amount, but you know what I mean. Besides some people that were kind of grumping on grumpygamer.com about the lack of pixel art and just mm. like how the art looked, yeah, overall, really good uh reviews and reception and stuff, but apparently, like that would cause Ron some some anxiety like he stopped posting for a few months because people would kept just and he had to like delete a bunch of comments and stuff because people were, were just like being aggressive and rude yeah. and stuff about a weird thing to be rude about <laughs> people love the game so much that they had to be rude to the creator of the i don't know i don't understand it. that's how everything also works on the internet is that if you supposedly love something you have to hate it like that's how you prove you love a thing yeah is yeah if I love a property, if I love Star Wars, I have to hate almost every single thing that has ever happened in Star Wars. And right. that's how I truly, right. truly prove I'm a fan, you know? So, yeah, people are... <laughs>
fractals. Tough. Are you telling us that you love Star Wars now? I do, obviously. I have... Is that how you're telling us that you're a fan? Wait. That's why you hate it so much. You can tell I'm a huge fan because the only Dude. thing I like is Rogue One and I hate everything else. So clearly, I I'm a bigger fan than any of you people are. Let the hate flow it. through you. Yes. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, gameplay. Gameplay. Let's do it. All right, and let's do. It's kind of spoilers from the start, so. Wait, uh, let me get uh, yeah. one thing in before we spoil. Yeah. Which is, I, I mentioned the UI, like, I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of, I think, very fun meta ness. Meta ness? Meta. Mm-hmm. Sure. It gets meta. Um, that is unsurprising for a Monkey Island game. Yes. And it is aware of the, the time gap between it and the second Monkey Island. Yeah. And I, I think it's doing a lot of fun stuff. All right, so here is my. I think we'll dive into this more later. Cool. I've got kind of a mixed review on it, and okay. I'm not sure how to how to get to this. But I'm comparing it to Thimbleweed Park a lot, and I am yeah. higher on Thimbleweed Park. Okay. But this game is... I, I felt this game was missing on Island. I felt like this game was just a mm. little bit too short. Like, my yeah. negative review is I wanted more of this game. Yeah, uh, right? That's actually not, really positive. I see what you mean. Yeah. And in retrospect, I'd say Thimbleweed Park is probably a little bit too long. So... Totally. The, the takeaway is I cannot be pleased. This is all about me. <laughs> You're just a true not fan. Happy about it. Exactly. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Everyone should play it. None of these masterpieces are good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I just need more of it. Yeah. Um, that's the thing I hate is that I want more. Nice. Yeah, I think I agree with both those points, but I'm, I'm less critical just because I'm I think my willing suspension of criticism is more <laughs> in the sense I'm yeah. like, I just loved it. It was great. Yeah. I want to play it again, and maybe that's a bad thing because it wasn't long enough, but I'm like, I, it was just really, it fits in line with Curse and Secret and... Uh, escape? No. Is that a... Escape, yes. Thank you. It fits in line probably most with Escape, but it fits in line with them so well, just in tone and dialogue. Obviously, the the thing I was most happy with from the very beginning was the voice actors. Yes. I don't know if yeah. Elaine was the same, but obviously Guybrush the same and yes. LeChuck the same and... Murray was the same. Murray. Like, all of them coming back was so awesome because it's been so long. That was the spoiler I was trying to stay away from is that it's <laughs> Murray. Like, it's it's so good. He's an invention from uh, Curse of Monkey Island. And so the fact that he wasn't Ron's invention, but he brought him back. And he was mm. with us the entire game, basically. Yeah, it was pretty great. Pretty much. Or, yeah, he's a very important character yeah. in this game. He, he's the my, solution to a lot of puzzles. I will be the, you know, my mixed review on this is going to be almost the opposite of yours, but it makes perfect sense um, in sure. that. That sounds right. Of course, this game wasn't too short for me because no game is too short for me. Right. I think there is a slight pacing issue in how fast the first three yes. sections go 100%. and yeah, how yeah, long yeah. the and fourth four. one is. Yeah. So totally. Totally. that is, uh, I think that was for me. It, it it leads to an expectation, I think, of like what you're getting into in each one, and so for those to those first three parts to go by pretty quickly, yeah. and then the fourth to have so much in so it much. and be so, so incredibly much dense, yeah, 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 yeah. Which island hopping is my least favorite thing in the yeah. world, uh, and so that was that's the one thing that I think would be, and we'll obviously talk more about it, but as like my overarching reason for my like kind of mixed review on it even though i really love this game is uh the pacing felt a little off to me in that way yeah yeah fair yeah yeah i think the extra island thing i mean 
Act one, you're just kind of walking around melee. Act two, you're on the boat, which I think Curse of Monkey Island is the same way. I think they're yeah. on the boat the entire time for Act two as well. That's kind of a nice little nod. God, the callbacks in this game were so good. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Act 3 is the one that's short, and maybe that's where that extra island or that extra character or right. that extra, maybe that would but it wouldn't like more Herman Toothrot or something like that would yeah, have been the time yeah, for totally. that, an extra hour or two there. And then 4 would have seemed less long or seemed more in line with that. But right. yeah, 3 did seem pretty short, and 4 was all of the islands and doing all of the things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, very much so. But in terms of like actually, like I said, I think this is, you know, the best of its kind in terms of how this game handles, yeah. you know, like. Totally. Uh, yeah, I think, talk more about that, the point and click stuff. Yeah, the thing that usually takes me out of point and click games is the pointing and clicking. Um, and so like I, I enjoy doing puzzles and stuff like that, even though I'm bad at them and everything. Um, but all of that stuff I could probably do forever, but it's just like a matter of like the lag and trying to get from place to place and, you know, uh, hitting the wrong buttons or having to do like, OK, this is what I use for use. This is what I use for, you know, look at this is all this stuff. And this basically takes away all of those issues you know everything is very smooth and streamlined it's very clear what buttons you're hitting for each thing if you take it and you do this handheld you can do everything by tapping the touch screen which is so nice um it took me a really long time to realize that all i have to do is hit menu or not menu the minus and you can just bring the map back up and uh you know you don't even have to walk to a place to get to the map Ben maybe didn't notice that in this game. Did not <laughs> um, know that. It's great, yeah. You just hit minus, and it takes you to the map, and you can sail. You don't have to walk through anywhere. I was going to tell you guys, hey, I, I thought I was going to be the one like breaking news <laughs> to you to be like, all you have to do is go to your inventory, scroll all the way up, and then all the way to the right, and you click on your map, and then you're in your boat. <laughs> I found a shortcut, you guys. God so easy. You could have saved me like two hours of gameplay with that, Corey. <laughs> Neither of you noticed this. No. Amazing. No. Um, no. I did notice if you press the uh, the left and right buttons, it yeah. shows you all of the things you can click on in the screen, which I love that. Yeah, it, well, it does tell you that at the beginning of the game, too. <laughs> I'm not, it wasn't a secret. I'm just agreeing. With, I'm not... This isn't Ben's secret time anymore. I don't know anything more than you. <laughs> and and it, may have, it may have said the minus thing as well. I did not notice it, but oh, maybe, yeah. I absolutely found it by accident where I was trying nice. to save the game, and instead of hitting yeah. plus, I hit minus, and I was like, oh, holy shit. That's awesome. Incredible. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you haven't played the game yet, FYI, if you don't want to be walking back and forth or going to your inventory and all the map, just hit the minus button. Let's talk about the first scene. And yeah. I, I mean, it's been, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it's been sure. since uh, Escape from Monkey Island. And I don't know, five years since that grumpy gamer post. And I know I've been racking my brain, Jason, and I've talked about it on the pod of just like, because he says something specifically of like, I will pretend like none of the other Monkey Islands exist. I will start over from this will be Monkey Island three. This mm-hmm. will take over where Secret left off, which is them waking up at a carnival at the end of the game. Having like you've just defeated LeChuck and you like walk out of the cave and it's mini Guybrush, mini LeChuck, and you like run over to your parents and your parents are like we've been looking for you or and you like mm-hmm. that's the end of the game, yep. which is like very in line with this game where Ron just like fucks with you and like yeah. doesn't really give you any sort of like denouement conclusion wrapping things up at all. It's just like ah, this is just another scene and it's silly and it's commenting on how silly games are basically. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it um, felt like there was going to be more. It felt like. 
Yeah. There was going to be a third one that was going to in yeah. some way resolve that. But no, yeah. So what did you feel? How did you feel about that? Like what he did? Because I, I was trying to think of like, what, how is he going to spin that intro into a new game and still somewhat be canonical and attached? I would, yeah, when that was, reve- so I guess the reveal is we can walk through it, right? Is basically it's Guybrush. It's, it's, uh, Boy brush. It's Guy Rush's son. <laughs> Boy brush. And yes. it's, it's just a, a friend of his. I don't know if it's LeChuck's kid, but it's Chucky. Chucky? Yeah. Yeah, it's Chucky. Chucky. I don't know if he is active. I was wondering because I haven't quite finished the game, I was like, do we find out who that oh, actually is? I don't oh, think man. so. Okay. Um yeah. But it's Chucky. It's Guy Rush's it's Boy Brush's friend. And you do it's basically a tutorial, right? It's like a couple very yeah. right. very enclosed. Here's how puzzles work. You feed a duck some some <laughs> <Here's> bread. <laughs> Here's the best part is they run up to the parents from the mm-hmm. ending of the second game mm-hmm. <laughs> and the parents yes. are like, who the hell are you? Stay away. Oh, yeah. Stop bothering us. <laughs> that start, was so good. They start laughing because it's all a prank that they just ran up to two parents and started following like, them Pretend around. you're our parents again. Because <laughs> I think the line in the, in the second one is like, get over here, kids, or something like that. Yeah. So they have to totally yeah. just like really, pretend yeah. like that happened and move on with it. Give it a reason. <laughs> I loved it, dude. I was was beyond anything I would have thought of and written in my head as far as what they could have done to connect it. Yep. And, oh, this also is one of the great things that's so... One of the great things that's so great. That's not what I was about trying to say. One of the things that I think is so great about this, too. She's a writer. Yeah, this is why I write things down. Um, One of the things I loved about this is that that framing device being sort of used throughout this of that being you know Guybrush's kid and all that kind of stuff if you come back to this game and you haven't played it for a minute yeah it'll go right back to the bench and it's like so do you remember where we are in the story and you can say either like yes or like no nope, oh yeah uh, I need you to fill me in a little bit and <laughs> it tells you like this is what you've done so far which one of the things that yeah. I always have a problem with with That's games right. like this, too, is that I tend to put stuff down for long periods of time and then pick them back up. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, God, how am I going to figure out what I'm doing here? You know? And so I really appreciated the way that that's not just a, an intro that brings you back into, you know, oh, this is a continuation from this other game, but also is then used to help you along the rest of the game for, you know, those of us who play weirdly. Yes. And you can also see like the last dialogue that people have said and like scroll back through it, you know? Yeah, that's right. Um, I love that. That's so good. Which they kind of, they introduced you with the girl that is talking about the the anchors, which I loved. I watched that. Oh my gosh. Whole thing through. So much anchor stuff. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Wooden anchors and all that. Oh my gosh. It's so good. (laughs) This is fascinating information. I wanted more of her for sure. Solid. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and then there's the two cuts you can do, right? There's like the normal version and the writer's cut, which is just like the same game, but more dialogue, I think. Or like the two oh, options so? of playing this game at the very beginning. I didn't beginning. even notice that. I thought there was just like a hard mode and an easy mode on it. I think there's hard and easy, but in the options, if you oh. go to the beginning, it's like, do you want the the more gregarious version? Or so? I think it's called the writer's cut. But it's just uh-huh. like, just the dialogue that yeah. the the publishers wanted us to cut. We we left it in for this version, basically. And it's not. It's like a little bit longer, or whatever. But yeah, oh, that's probably what I wanted. See, and that's fascinating because. I think one of the great things about this game, too, uh, as opposed to what's the one that I just I started playing on the PS5 recently. Um, Psychonauts. Psychonauts 2. Yeah. yeah. 
And one of the things that's made it really hard for me to like get through that game is just it's there's so much dialogue and the cutscenes so are so long. so long and you yeah yep that was our review yeah yeah and yeah I just completely lose interest in it um, and I was actively thinking while playing this game like the the dialogue is like just right in this and the cutscenes are just the yeah. right length for me to yeah. not not lose interest, not pick up my phone and start scrolling through anything. Just like, okay, this has given me the information I need yeah. to know. It's had some cute jokes. Let's keep moving yeah. forward. It's, it is paced really well. Yeah. Except for Act 4. Yeah, except for Act, act 4. But again, that's not the, yeah, that's not the dialogue or anything like that. That's sort of the, you know, the tasks that you are trying to accomplish that, that take so long. Yeah. yeah, the flip side is the, the puzzles from Act 4 were my favorites. Right. Oh, when yeah? I could solve them. There were there were some there difficult some ones. ones. There were some really yeah. good some ones. ones where I got stuck, but there's some really solid puzzles there that are just, you know, multiple uh chain uh links in the chain, you know, going way out. I think uh mean back up with Herman Toothrot was probably my favorite. <laughs> that was a yeah, great, great one because mm-hmm. that took me a really long time, but it was one of those where I was like, This is such a closed system mm. that I know I can figure it out. How to oh, get out of that cave. That's surprisingly everything about that took me. I think that entire thing from getting into the twisty path to yeah. getting out of that cave probably took me 15 minutes total. Wow. Like, <laughs> like, no, it took me a lot longer. I, I, I got to the cave and I was like, I don't know how I have a lantern and I have matches, but I don't know how to make light. Like I, <laughs> right. I don't know why that didn't click for me. Mm. But I, I like that, the, I went and did other yeah. things for a while before I was like, yeah. oh yeah, idiot, just use those things together and you have light. Right. But yeah, that yeah, didn't work for me. <laughs> didn't work for my. I didn't work for my brain. It took me a lot longer. Go for it. That that whole sequence is a reference to the first adventure game, Colossal Cave Adventure. Oh, oh nice. Where it keeps saying twisty nice. passages all alike. Yeah, I love it. That's I love it. from Colossal Cave Adventure. Uh, Nick Montford has a book on uh, text-based games called Twisty Passages All Alike. Oh, delightful. And then the there's the sign with the magic word on it. Yeah. That takes you back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That, yeah. That, whatever. that is the original like game cheat from Colossal uh-huh. Cave Adventure. So famous that they actually give out the text adventure awards every year. And they're called the Zizzies. X, Y, Z, Z, Y. I was wondering, honestly, when I saw that on the thing, I was like, that word sounds familiar, yes, even though it's not a word. But I didn't know why. But it, it worked in a bunch of text adventures afterwards. Like, I yeah, think Zork yeah. picked it up. So I can't I'm remember sure. All them, yeah. yeah. OK, so I'm like, I'm sure I played other things that had that same thing in it. And a quick thing, just as like a detour here that I want to quickly yeah. take is just to say I really wanted to play this game in a way that I would enjoy and not force myself to like play it a certain yeah. way, you know, because um, I think that's one of the things that we've kind of talked about, like for one, like the way we sometimes rush through games and stuff yeah. like that to try to get them done in time and all that stuff. And so one of the things that I determined out the gate was that if I'm having fun with a puzzle, I will keep on working through it and all that kind of stuff. If I'm like just starting to get frustrated with it, hints, hints of plenty. Yeah. Yes, and totally. That in-game hint system, and they're in the you game. know, is beautiful. Yeah. It's really good, <laughs> just yeah. Being able to just go into that little book every time and have it, you know, lead me to the next thing. Sometimes I would be like, I don't have the patience at all. I'm just going to skip to the last hint and let it tell me what it is. Sometimes I'd be like, yeah, that's great. That one was good. But I definitely played this with no sense of, like, I'm going to force myself to do yeah. this on my own. I really was like, yeah. if I want a hint, I'm going to take a hint. Totally. Yep. Totally agree. Same, same for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did love the the nod to our podcast towards the very beginning of the game. 
uh, where he, uh, where Guybrush meets the former men of low moral fiber, people he th- yes. that used to be the men of low moral fiber. I feel like I didn't even catch that. Where was that? Uh, I mean, it's right. It, the first, it's Low Street, right? Is what it is. It's right uh-huh. when you walk into, right next to uh, Wally's map shop. Yep. And they were just standing there. They're just in the little alley right there where they were in hanging out. One of the other games, I think, in Escape. Oh, first one. Was it the first? Oh yeah, you're right. I it's the very so. first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In the first yeah, one. Yeah. Somehow I missed that until you posted it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I had to screenshot it. I'm sure that yeah. was a nod straight from David Fox to us. So we appreciate it, David. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, Stan's clothes. Oh my Still gosh, Stan's clothes were magnificent. Stan's clothes. I, I know from the from the prison outfit to his normal like plaid blazer just the fact that it doesn't move to the other prison outfit to oh yeah to the other prison outfit and his arms <laughs> just flailing the whole time oh my gosh, and the so pattern crazy. just being there in the background a nod to the graphics of of the 1980s games and the fact that they can especially with the art of this game they don't have to do that that's not no. a like, right a limitation oh it's so good though Man. I think this this is probably the best character work of any Monkey Island too, mm. which is saying a lot. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. these g- games are really good at, with characters, but yeah. the return mm-hmm. of beloved characters like Otis and Stan, uh, yeah. the new characters like the uh, the locksmith. Yeah, yeah, I really like the locksmith. Yeah, yeah. Great I wanted character. more from her. I was so excited when she turned out to be a chum. Yes, yeah, it was great to go back and talk to her for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the development of Elaine and Guybrush's relationship also. I really liked yes. that. Yes. What was, I can't remember Just, which game it was, but on one of them, we, I think we were all pretty frustrated sort of at like, we all know Elaine is the more capable yeah, of the two of and them. He's and just there's an one idiot. of, yeah, yeah. And the one where it kind of ends up with her being like a very damsel in distress in it, you know, and like yep. we're kind of like, this, it just doesn't sit right that this is the, the story that they told. And this one, I feel like, you know, you're, there's none of that shit. Because that's the cool thing with the first one. I'm trying to remember how Secret ends, how Escape ends, but Secret ends with her saving the day. That's the whole right. joke yeah. is that like yep. he's trying to save her, but actually Elaine doesn't need him at all, and she ends up saving him, which is the best yep. part. Yeah, but yeah, there the lack of stress in their relationship I felt so calming in this mm-hmm. one, and I didn't yep. realize how much it stressed me out, especially in Curse. That's the one I remember the most because that's the one he's going to propose to at the end, and she turns to gold. And she kind of hates him in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one that like their their relationship just doesn't work throughout the entire thing. And we were like, what she's like, is she's happening here? Trying to punch him and she turns to yeah. gold because she puts on the cursed ring like it's. Yeah, yeah, it just seems like she doesn't like him in this one. She's like she puts up with him at the end. She like pushes back on him in a lot of ways yes. and doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's really cool dialogue at the end because she doesn't condemn him. And she's not like, you're an idiot. You've done all these terrible things. But she's like. You think maybe you you're kind of pushing this a little too far, and maybe the secret isn't worth it. Like what she's yeah she's doing a thing that I'm learning in my relationship, which is like asking questions rather than accusing. And my like relationship with my kids, like I'm like, uh, what if I just asked a question, like have a dialogue rather than like I have my conclusion. This is it. I just thought it was really really cool. And like when you go to the the Lime Island. Yeah, she was at for the, the whole fourth act, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just starts with like when you can't do stuff with her when she's not in the puzzle or whatever. It's just like, yeah. hey, love, hey, cool, see you hey. later. How's it going? It's like there's they, no stress. Independent actors, yeah, like, right. it's who great. Care about each awesome. other, who support each other, and do yeah. all these things. But they each have their own things going on. Totally. And yeah. the only reason that she actually confronts him on this is because as she's trying to sort out her stuff, 
every single time. You keep getting these yes. meanwhile cuts. And it's yes. her trying to help someone and finding out that oh, Guybrush dude. is the one who caused all something. of the problems. Yeah. The and she's literally like working to undo each of his problems. And that's when she right. kind of reaches out to him and says, hey, hey bud. I think maybe it's not worth it. I think you're also causing a lot of damage while you're doing this. The mock and tree. he's like, yeah, I'm the a pirate. The tree is the absolute worst. <laughs> the My tree. jaw dropped. God. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. So good. We've just made all of these little homeless animals. I know. What they're a great crying. Oh, um, I know exactly. <laughs> Christ. Oh, uh, they're not built for this. She pushes back so and he says, No, I'm going <laughs> to keep doing exactly yeah. this. And she goes, All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She, she doesn't, you know, have an intervention or anything like right. that. She's just like, Yeah. All You're right. Gonna, all right you, that's, that's the first you time think that's I get the best it. way to and go about it. Yeah. Hang, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then bringing it back to a much more serious point. Oh, good. The blowfish. Yes. The burp competition. It's great. I don't remember the last time I laughed that hard by myself in a room when yeah. he blows up the blowfish through the back the end. Big, the big, yep. eyes get real big. Yep. Everyone else blows through the mouth and he decides not to. And the eyes get really big. It reminded me of the hamster. In I Maniac didn't Mansion. even notice that he blew through the back end. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I was, the first couple of times I was like, "What is that?" And then it got me, and I just died laughing. <laughs> oh but he gosh. mentioned that um, in one of the interviews, Ron mentioned that it was it wasn't in the script at all, and it was something yeah. that one of the animators did. Oh, just and did like, of their own. Yeah, and he's like, "So it's uh, so infrequent or whatever, so rare that uh, an animator gets to add to the comedy of yep. something. They usually just have right. to do exactly what the director says." And he's like, as soon as I did that, I was like, okay, they're part of the family. They they, <laughs> they, they felt like they had a great day because they made everything funnier in that scene because they right. did that. Turn the yep. fish around. It, it's I love that, that. that Chuck Jones kind of <laughs> uh, animal cruelty that always feels safe and always feels okay and goofy. Mm. But just yeah. watch that line. The hamster from Maniac yes. Mansion. Yeah, in the microwave. Uh, slash Day of the Tentacle. Uh, yeah. the Sam and Max uh, reaching into the cat. Uh, <laughs> yep. I All mean, animals in Sam and Max. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially Sam and or Max. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, what do you think? Should we, shall we spoil the ending? Should we wrap things up? Um, yeah, I'm still confused on the ending. So let's get into it. All right. <laughs> Which so, I haven't gotten to, you know, I considered. Oh, okay. We don't yeah, have to get into I, it. No, no, no. I think you should. Okay. Um, I considered like watching cause that's normally what I do when I don't finish a game is I just, you know, watch someone play it on YouTube and I decided I was like, it's fine if it gets spoiled, but I think I do want to, I actually yeah. do want to play it. I don't want the puzzles solved for me. <laughs> I would yeah. like to actually go through and do it, but I am in, so I'm in act five and I like just Sweet. started that part. Then you're, yeah. you're moments away from getting to it. Yeah, uh, act, five is short. act five is short and then you'll get there. And I'm trying to remember what, what causes the shift. Uh, do you remember the puzzle you solved that, that causes the shift into uh, taking the keys. You're going through all the different levels of puzzles to get right. to LeChuck, who has the secret, which is a chest. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. I wanted to. <laughs> I'm like, we're moving so quickly. We're like, they're already 44 minutes into this. Uh, but I did want to talk a little bit about like yeah. the the puzzles throughout sure. this. So like why like the fourth sound seemed so I don't know, long or like things like that. Like maybe we can just take a few minutes to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Did you Puzzle have something specific to start it off with? <laughs> well, so uh, I mean, I think, you know, we both touched on this in the beginning of it, but um, I think 
through the first three acts of this, um, things were like fairly simple and straightforward. Didn't yeah. really need a whole lot of hints on things. Um, the fourth one, the thing that gives me the sort of mixed review sense of it is that one of the things we've talked about this in other games before, but where you have to do the like island hopping thing. So mm-hmm. what kind of bugged me with it, especially um, the the fish fish Bermuda. What's the fish lady's name? You get her flag. You oh yeah you, oh yeah I don't remember. You have to but collect exactly all of her you're talking about. flags yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and you, you everything kind of revolves around going to the fish store. And, you know, going from there. And that is so intensely long of going back and forth because you can't you can't skip it because you need you can't be like, oh, I'm just going to go to this island. I'm going to go to Bermuda and collect everything here. And I'm going to go to this island. I'm going to collect everything here. You need to like things don't show up until you accomplish Right. Something. Right, right, And so for me, that was, I think that was probably the roughest task throughout it was just the process of getting that particular key. Yep. Um, because it just required yep. just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between all of those islands over and over again. Yeah. And becoming Queen of Bermuda was also no easy feat. It Dude. was. Um, it, it, it was took, worth it. It took that a while. I had a little more fun with the Queen of Bermuda one, I think, than with the other one because it felt more like I had to the puzzles with that one felt like I was accomplishing something a little more because it actually was like what what things do I need to like how do I distract her or something like that as opposed to like there's like three things in the room that are happening yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. as opposed to I need to like collect things but I can't collect these things until I have done this other thing and yes. just like collecting back and forth. That was one of our problems with like Witchwood, right? Like yeah. Witchwood yeah. was a big, I loved that game and everything, but one of the biggest problems with it was that it got to points where you were like, oh, I just have to keep going back and yeah. forth and there's no way it's to shortcut through quests. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was different between those. The the one I'm, I'm proudest of myself for figuring out was the Herman Toothrot one. Um, nice where you you get into the the maze and there are these little cards there and <laughs> there's there's a fun puzzle to figure out with the cards to figure out how you go through it and it's very monkey island and they've trained mm-hmm. you how to do it previously in this game and yet when you do it you feel very accomplished yeah big time. and then you get past it and, and you've got to have a, a lamp for uh, a certain segment of it and you've got your lamp going and then it's like okay take the plunge jump off this to to go and explore the rest of it, and the moment you jump in the water, of course your lamp goes yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, of course that obviously, would happen. right? Dumb, dumb. <laughs> and I spent probably two hours not knowing what to do mm. to get my lamp to light perpetually, and refused to look it up. I was like, I don't. Oh, I, I looked that up. Right I was now. so happy it. I looked yeah. it up. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't bash my head against the the wall for two hours. Right. I went and solved. Yeah, puzzles. I just did. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. And and then I I walked over to um what's his name Bob hanging upside down Bombay or Flambe. Uh, no, oh, Bob's no, no, sorry, sorry. Down, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I walked over to Bob. I gave him the book. Right. The 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 endless book mm-hmm. uh, that he got real excited about. And I still have that dialogue thing about Flambe to talk about. You know, why do you keep Flambe around anyway? He's like, yeah. Oh yeah, to light the. Uh, light underwater so so that we can see the bottom of the ship and i was like, <laughs> like huh let me ask that again like it just hadn't clicked and i was like we're really close we're really close mm-hmm. jason you can get it you can get it click i think i asked him like three times in a row like what is it he's telling me 
I know I've got something about water that I had to do also. That was a while ago. Oh, and it just hit me. And it felt so good. It was like yeah. I had solved the puzzle the way they meant me to. And it felt. Yeah, it felt totally. Weird. To awesome. stumble upon it that way and just be like, whoa, yeah. oh, there it is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Flambe is a, a weirdly important character to multiple tasks as well. Yes, for yeah. guys just sitting up there in that crow's nest the whole time. Uh, he's pretty clutch. You get the book from him. You get the flame from him. The You have to make that whole baked Alaska for him. Oh, my gosh. He's got a lot right. going on. I did like the two kind of nods to modern gaming, which was all the achievements. Every yeah. time you do something, yeah. uh, which was... Achievement earned, become a prized chum when you do all yeah. of those, when you like do like a long puzzle or something. And it's just like then, then meaningless puzzle things or meaningless, meaningless achievements or whatever. Mm-hmm. What horrifying achievement did you get? Pick pick oh, a thousand lines. What, what thing did you do? I, did, I definitely got a few of those. I didn't. I'm looking at my screenshots now. I don't think I screenshot it, but there was a few of those. Uh. Where it was just like most of them everybody gets right. They're just part of the right. story, like destroy the mop tree or whatever. And it's just right, like, Ding, yeah. you got this. You're a yeah. horrible person. I'm sure there was a couple <laughs> things in there that it's like walking into the room 30 times or click on this thing 75 times or whatever. Yeah. But usually I, the times that it did it, the game, like because these games are built in a way that some of the puzzles you have to do it three or four times. Like if you do it 30 times, they'll just be like, just stop. Like we just get it. Okay. Like they, they give you a nod, which is yeah. amazing. I love that. <laughs> like they, it's not just the same dialogue like over and over and over. They, they, they thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> I think my say? yeah, go for oh, sorry. it. Sorry, I think my favorite gag was uh, "Ask me about Loom." Uh, seeing oh, that yeah. guy again. Oh, oh yeah, in the, in, <laughs> in the scum bar, and I I won't try and sum it up because I can't do it justice. But I thought the dialogue was really well written there. As so you, like, good. Mm-hmm. Try and badger this guy into delivering his line. It's very you know say the line Bart. Yes, um, it's Excellent. it's very good. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. I, I liked that. You know, obviously it's that returning to stuff that you're just familiar with so you know yeah. the little ways in which it, it nods back to stuff like that was really really fun um and also i think for me that also made like i, I love novelty and everything but i think that's one of the great things about monkey island games is that like returning home feeling in them and this really was like just like yeah okay i don't feel like i i'm being dropped into something i don't understand i think i mm-hmm. like I know where I am. I know who these people are. Totally. You know, with new characters and stuff like that aside, it, it felt very much like I was like, okay. And that, I think, makes, for me, who easily gets frustrated with puzzles and things like that, um, you know, it made it feel a little more doable, just the fact of how familiar the entire thing felt. Because I was like, this is going to feel like other games. And honestly, I think throughout this whole thing, there's nothing... It's not a hard game. I think it's probably the least hard yeah. of any mm. of these games. Yeah, you know, there's right. nothing that's like as difficult as some of those like, you know, get a rubber chicken and a pulley. Yeah, and that's like, true. You know, like, oh, there's like nothing that's like a like, oh, God, this is going to kill me kind of puzzle where I think the other ones all do. There's certainly nothing as bad as the monkey wrench. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. There was very few times when I looked at the hint where I was just like, I never would have figured that out. Right. Right. Even yeah. the flambe one, the fact that you figured it out means I probably would have figured it out eventually if I just walked around enough. But yeah, that's that's a good call. I didn't think about that. It probably is the, the most accessible. I wonder if Olivia could play this game. Right. Know. Like, you know, obviously she would need help and stuff like that. But I think yeah. it is more accessible than the other ones are. She would appreciate it. I, yeah. 
yeah, I very much appreciate about this game is just kind of like throw me a bone, even on the like harder level, which I I was like when I started this, I asked you guys, I was like, uh, should I do like the easier one or the harder one? Uh, knowing the person that I am. And you guys were like, just do the hard one. And if you get stuck, ask us. Is that what we said? Yeah. Oh, that sounds bad advice. <laughs> yeah, I you said, were just like, just ask I us. Said, be a real gamer. Be a real gamer. Live up to your name. And so I did that. But it was funny because Mark started playing the game. And very early on, there was like, I think there's always a kind of the getting back in the groove curve where like you just don't think of obvious things and stuff like that. So it was the puzzle very early on in which you go to the governor's mansion and you have to like know stuff about her in order to like write her an apology letter for losing her. Yeah. Carla, you have to write her an apology letter for losing her um, book. Yeah. And I like could not figure out like I was just basically trial and erroring it. Same. And so yeah. I texted Mark and I was like, oh, I'm so like stuck on this. And he was like, oh, you're overthinking it or whatever. And I when I finally figured out how to do it, I was like, I was not overthinking it. I was deeply underthinking it. I didn't go and do anything. He was playing it on easy. So you it literally didn't have yes. any of that, like going and finding. You're yes. overthinking it. You just, just click so. next. Yeah. Just click that was next. the thing. I definitely yeah. looked at the hint for that and it was there was all of the ones I found online because I was in the first like week or two of it coming out that yeah. I was playing that were just like you give it to Carla and she gives you the thing or whatever it was. Right. I was like, yeah, no, give no, you no, the no, frog. No. Yeah, There's give her so the much apology dialogue. frog and you yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even mentioning all of the things. I was like do Google searching in quotes what he was saying and it wasn't even online anywhere. Like this is not working for me. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, I don't know what you mean. I'm yeah. Overthinking, You're overthinking this. it, core. I don't, I don't think I am. And then it's like, yeah, once I figured that, I was like, of course, yeah, you got to go look. And there was like, it clicked at one point that I was like, yeah, there were signs, right? There's there. the plaques and statues and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literal signs. Like, okay. Literal signs. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. But I was like, even trying to like figure out weird things with like the symbols, like the graffiti all over the place. Like, are those important or that would never was anything, was it? There's never anything. No, I think it's and the, the clock s- had symbols on it, too. And yeah. coming from inscription, it was like, obviously, yep. that's going to be a yep. puzzle eventually. Right. Like, that's clearly going to mean something. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it, nothing. It does not. I think they are. They the same symbols that are in the twisty cave? They're really close. Yeah. I they look they're... like unfinished versions of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I went like, and checked oh, them at one point there. thinking I had to solve this with those symbols. <laughs> that OK, that stupid twisty puzzle thing. I went in and you go through a couple rooms, right? Because you pick up the little pieces of paper Yeah, yeah. to solve the puzzle. You have to leave the room and then go back and do it. You can't just start doing the puzzle from where you get oh, your fourth yeah, piece yeah, of paper yeah, or fifth piece of paper. first. Yep. Yeah, you have to get out of the cave. That was 20 <laughs> minutes of my life being like, I know I'm reading this right. I would look at the, I even like went through the hint book, got through like all eight layers of the hints. I was like, okay, I, I, like I had it figured out, but now I'm, yeah. I feel like an idiot because it's telling me the thing I already knew. And I kept doing it over <laughs> and over. I like turned, I closed it and opened it again. Like that was so frustrating. See, oh, my reaction to everything is get out of it. So this is probably also yeah. part of why I got through that puzzle much faster right. than just other things. Thing I was just like, yeah. oh, just leave and then the start bricks. over. Hit bail. the bricks, you know? Right. <laughs> it's Boom. like, I'm not having a good time. Hit the bricks, come back in. Um, I'm curious, though, with that one, like, how did you guys 
figure it out because I don't know if it's one of those ones where I was like, I figured it out immediately. And yet I don't think I totally know what my process was with it. Like, how did you figure out how to get the order of of the cards or whatever? Well, so the, the note cards had seasons on them. But yeah, of course, yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, spring is on there twice. Springs mm-hmm. on it twice. Yeah. But one of them says uh, you began your journey in the spring yeah. and one of them mm-hmm. says uh, you completed your journey again in the spring. It's spring again. It all circles back or something like that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, OK, so the the one where it says you began your journey, that's the first one. Yeah. Right. And then we go to go to summer and then we go to fall and then we go to winter yeah. and then we go to the other spring. OK, yeah. I was like, I think that's basically what I followed with and I was trying to figure out I'm like does it matter like does is the story the important part of it or is it just following the seasons that's the important part I of it I think it was just the seasons I think no, it, it was, was just the seasons plus the, that just added the you know is the beginning and or end the two springs yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, I definitely thought I was I, that's what I thought at first and then thought about it 10 different ways because it wasn't working for 10 15 minutes or whatever <laughs> yeah because if so you don't yeah if you don't start over you don't get to just go and try that yeah. because yeah it was like i think i initially before i then was like ah fuck this and exited out i like attempted and i was like these aren't in that order so either i interpreted this wrong or i just need to leave yeah <laughs> come back to this um which ultimately ended up being what you nice. do yeah, yeah. But, the other but i like that one yeah, yeah i thought that was a good one that was that, that felt like a very classic lucas arts <laughs> puzzle yeah, like, it gives yeah, you a good I'm feeling like of accomplishment ish. without yeah, being, yeah, yeah. like, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, without just, like, a random, like, you combine the gum and the matches or yes. something that's just like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the other modern thing, earlier I said, there's two, like, modern gaming mm-hmm. things. The other thing is the, um, the like, cards, the collectibles, the quiz cards. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that what they are? The trivia cards, yeah. The trivia cards, where there's, like, a hundred of them. I don't know how many there are. I didn't collect even half of them. But um, wow. I thought those were cool. Yeah, I, that might be something I go back and do. I never looked at them, but I enjoyed the process of picking them up. <laughs> oh, really? I loved answering them, all of them. I wonder. I answered all the ones I picked up. I wonder if you they stop giving them to you if you stop answering them. Oh, maybe. Because I answered three or four and I was like, I'm just not going to look at these anymore. And I, I didn't find any past like act two. Oh, interesting. No, because I stopped and I, I kept finding them. OK, yeah. maybe I was just bad at it. That's, I think I looked at a few happen. of them in the in the beginning, and then I was like, I don't think these have to do with anything. No, and so then I fun. just stopped, but I kept picking them up. They, they reminded <laughs> just, me of the specks of dust in uh, Thumb Yeah, of exactly. Yes. That oh, was totally. exactly what I was thinking. It's like, oh, the totally. specks of dust all over again. They're there for me. I mm-hmm. like it. But you didn't get all of them. I didn't. I know. I, well, there was a deadline. So I think I'll go back. It's, it gives me a reason to go back and, and get them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's still more to do in the game. Mm-hmm. You okay if we uh, go into the ending now? I was about to say, now we can we can start talking about right. the end of the game. <laughs> I just so want to make sure we got some middle out of the way. Yes. As Ben was reminding me, uh, you get underneath Monkey Island, and there are a series of puzzles. And to me, these are maybe the most, like, um, well-designed or just, like, designy puzzles. Like, where you can see all the stitch work. You know exactly why they did them this way. And it's almost like they're training you how to do it. Like, you go down one level, and there's three monkey statues, and each of them definitely is like missing an item is missing one thing and it's kind of yeah and you have that thing that item in your inventory yeah yeah and it's like oh this lines up perfectly i know exactly yeah. what i need click 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 boom done uh and then the next one it's like oh each of these uh, has to be injured in a particular way <laughs> and it's like oh well, okay well now i gotta think and and then on the third one um the the room itself oh, yeah. is broken in some way and you have to like solve that was cool. around this broken part of the room and so they're like kind of showing you the puzzle design in interesting ways and then finally you get to 
the <laughs> the dial-up oh. pirate, uh, which was the amazing copyright which protection, is the copyright protection yeah. from the original game. Um, and it's like the two uh, ring circles that old like PC games used to have. Uh-huh. You have to, do you remember those? Where you have to like align the hat, the top of the hat, or the the top half of the pirate with the bottom half of the pirate. Mm. Mm. In a date and a place. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's it's that, and it depends on the previous puzzles. You have to go and investigate yeah. the previous. You have to puzzles go back to, to the old rooms and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice. I liked the way it worked. And then uh, finally, you like open the door, and and here's the big spoiler, right? You walk out, and you're in that back alley from Malaya Island, from town. That door you could <laughs> that never. That one open. that never you yeah. never yeah, can you go just, into. You just come out that door, <laughs> yeah. and. But when you walk out front, it's um, Pirates of the Caribbean ride style Monkey Island. Nice. Where it's there's a LeChuck kind of cutout like doing things. And like there's these characters you met and they're all doing stuff. And Elaine is there with you. And she she says, you know, hey, Stan said um, we can take off whenever we want, but we need to uh, turn off all the lights on our way out. And here's his key ring. And the two of you are talking about like, oh, Stan seems to do like a, a bigger, better job every year. I love mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I always love doing this. It's so much fun. And so it's you're, like you're on you're under Monkey Island in a in a melee island set. Yes. Uh, or are you are you under Monkey Island? You think so, Ben? I think I think he says something to that effect. He's like, wait, I thought I was on Monkey Island. Uh huh. But she's like, you still I, are. Yeah. I wasn't sure if if you were or not. But, oh, OK. But yeah, I thought, I thought there was some sort of dialogue about that. I'll report well, back, guys. I'll thank let you. you know. Just do so. <laughs> I, I think he's like, that's where I thought I was. And she's like, sure, honey. Um, and she it's does, like, yeah, no, it's, she's kind of dismissive. You're all you're in Disneyland. Yeah. Right. None of this. None of the events of the game happened. Yeah. And Stan yes, yeah. did like some kind of scavenger hunt. Right. And you take part in it every year and it's really fun. And there's this really cool. Um, this is the thing that I can't steal from you, Cordy. Like I can spoil it, but you, you get to experience <laughs> this as well, which is you got to walk around to like each section of the diorama and turn off the lights. Hmm. And that that has this really nice closing feeling of just yeah. like wrapping everything up. And oh, it's such like you, a like a classic like '90s TV move, you know. It's like nothing will. Cheer, it's Cheers, right? It's Sam turning off the lights. Yeah, or Mr. Feeney leaving the classroom. Oh, Mr. Feeney, yeah. or, you know, like that. There's Will nothing Smith like looking around Will the house. Smith, yeah, looking yeah. at the empty house. There's nothing like that feeling. You know, nothing will make me ball watching yeah. something like that. Sure. Turn out the lights moment. So then it's you telling your kid the story yeah. and your kid's like, wait, what? Like, what wait, so mean? what's the secret? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And of course you get the the secret with the friends we made along the way. Like you get, the, the you get a dialogue tree yeah. of like, you get to say what the secret was, which is cool. Yeah, yeah I feel like, the, see, okay, this is a question I want to ask you guys too. Did you think there, that at any point there was going to be a secret that you yes, were going to Yes, at many points. Like, okay. But only when I forgot that I, I was playing the game. <laughs> right, I got so immersed in it that I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder what the okay. secret is. Oh, you dummy. There's no secret. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but I had to do that to myself multiple times. I was not even deeper into it, but I was I was I had my blinders on even more than that, where I didn't even think about the possibility that there like there was there secret. was or that there wasn't. I was like, I just got to play this game okay. and, yeah. and solve right. the codes. Gotcha. So, so like, so if you'd asked me, I'd be like, yeah, obviously there is. And then I would have thought about it and probably would have gotten to like. There probably isn't, isn't there? <laughs> but I didn't even think about whether there was or not. Okay. So you finish telling your kid the story, and he's like, wow, that that doesn't really make any sense. Um, I, I don't understand. And Guy Rush goes, yeah, I never was any good at endings. 
which is yes. such a great Ron Gilbert line. Great. <laughs> yeah, that was never my strong suit. Yeah, little self-insert. Like, what you gonna do? Um, and then Elaine comes over and is like, "Hey, I, I think I got a lead on uh, this new treasure map, you know, quest oh, thing yeah. that we're gonna do. We're still planning to go off on some kind of adventure. Yeah, and it's it's nice because it holds both the it was all fake, mm-hmm. it was some Disneyland thing, it was the the complete bullshit ending, and the promise of, but he and Elaine are also gonna go on an adventure." Mm. And it's a totally. real adventure totally. and nothing they've ever done was fake. And they're both there at the same time. And it's great. Love it. I like, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want more of that. I want more Maniac Mansion. I want more. And not necessarily because yeah. like, I want like, I mean, we can go back and play those games whenever that's why this podcast exists. But I just, I love those characters so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're handled with such care, even when they're not Ron's. Like I thought Curse did a, I mean, we talked about kind of the, the foibles of that version of it, I guess, but I thought, I still love playing those games and they're still very funny, witty mm-hmm. and just like positive games. And this one yeah. is even more well-written and it's just, man, I want, I want more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This story-wise, this one just works so incredibly well. It really yeah. does. Like you said, incredible character development in this one. It's so much fun where nothing feels like a, a real like side thing at all. Everything feels important and everything is interesting and fun to do. And I, I appreciate that. I would love like the old games. I wish that they would like redo them with the controls from oh, this, you know, because that's literally yeah. the only reason that I don't play them over and over again. Yeah. Games that I love so much is simply yeah. that I'm like, I just, you know, I get frustrated after a while with yeah. the, the interface of them. And I'm like, if and they no fast redid travel and stuff, no fast yeah. walking. And yeah, yeah, right. If they redid older games and they used this interface i would be i would play them all the time it would be like how i play death store you know just a comfort yeah, yeah. go back and do yeah. them you know well i can't remember if you were with us for uh the day of the tentacle uh remaster because i thought that they updated the ui a good bit for that feel like more kristen and i there for that i one? thought so that's yeah. why I yeah was i think thinking. so <laughs> um and they did the same thing for grim vent and then they also did they redid the first two as well monkey islands oh that's right yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, there's always improvements, but yeah, this is this is just so is so, so far above and beyond that. Like, I was just amazed. Like, I think I was obviously excited about this game, but the moment that I started playing it, I was like, "This is so much better than I imagined." <laughs> like, just the way I play this is so much better than before. Where it was like, I don't know that I like the the mechanics of this, but I like the story and characters and things like that enough to play it. And yeah. now I'm like, eh, just there's not really anything I don't like about it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what's the beer? What's the song? Let's do it. All right. This game's pretty fun. You with frustration. When I was all done, I just had to question. What's the beer? What's the song? I can't always tell. I just want to know. What game is Westy 12? All right, I went with something fresh on my mind. Every Thanksgiving since we were children, our go-to drink, Jay? Uh, Martinelli's apple cider. Sparkling apple cider. Martinelli's sparkling apple cider. Mm -hmm. We had that. Uh, Hannah, we we don't do it necessarily every single year, but Hannah did a big grocery shopping trip and bought that big old, like, Costco four-pack of Martinelli's home. So we were drinking that for a couple days, me and the kids. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I think just, like, it's 
just like this game. It was something that was amazing when I was a kid. It's amazing now. Still delicious, but also like a rare treat that I get to have. And there's never enough of it. Never. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. those things seemed so expensive as, as a kid? You're like, oof. Did they? Really remember. breaking the bank with those Martinelli's. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember there was like it, not enough of it. Was, yeah. It just right. seemed like they well, weren't like, I was like, it's a giant thing, but we'd like split it with like three people. And it's like, oh, right. I get a half cup worth. Cool. <laughs> yep. Nice. Exactly. It's not wine. I can have a whole cup. And it's like, yeah, it's like half of it is fizz on top yeah, of it as exactly. well. You're like, oh, come on. God, so good. Uh, right. I, I went a similar direction. Um, I got a, a beer last night uh, when I was watching the Niners game at the bar. And uh, it was a nine ounce pour because it was, you know, a, a big boy. Oh, yeah. Fancy man. A, a little glass. Barely. Uh, but I had a sip and it was just so full of uh, joy and happiness. Mm. It just felt effervescent. Was uh, Voodoo Ranger yeah. Juice Force. Um, I think I buy oh. that for Keo sometimes. Big old giant IPA. It's uh, Voodoo Ranger's always a classic. And then uh, the Voodoo Ranger Juice is i don't know what they add to it some fruit juice but it's like maybe some mango or something like that someone something citrusy and the juice force is just like intense it's all of it like right there crammed into a smaller <laughs> amount of liquid yeah and uh, you know you got voodoo in the title it's very monkey island uh but it was really oh, you know yeah. a, a small package with a lot inside beautiful <laughs> uh core what about you uh i think Mine was sort of very much along the line uh, lines of Ben's, although also the juice thing. So we're kind of all in the same neighborhood here. Yeah. But I can't remember what it was called. But do you remember when you were a kid, there was like a juice that was like pineapple mixed with other pog. things. So it was kind of it's yeah. not pog, though. It wasn't like there was passion orange guava. Yeah, it wasn't pog. <laughs> it was no, it's, no, it's it, pog. It passion no, fruit, I think it was. It was. You know guava. what I think it was? It was pineapple banana juice. That was what it was. And I it what? Was, don't give me that face. It was Sorry. delicious. Uh, you literally started with you know when you were a kid. It's your favorite thing. I assumed other this might so like pog was a thing I'd never heard of till I moved to California. This right. must be like one of those weird like Twizzler red vine type situations so where you remember when you, you had the put pog. like ketchup on like ice cream, right? You know. <laughs> okay, you know I'm never gonna start with ketchup on anything because I am a respectable New Englander. Pineapple orange banana is a dole flavor. There we that's it. That's the stuff. Pine, pineapple orange banana dole. Pub. Oh, it's also a Nantucket nectar flavor. Ah. There we go. Yeah. That was Jason's go-to for years. Nantucket nectar. See, we go it all goes back to New England. Exactly. Um, but it was like one of those juices I didn't have a lot. We never like had sugary things in the house or whatever. So juice is always like a like special occasion or whatever. All right. You liked pob, pob I juice. Pob is that what it's called? A lot. I like the dole pob. Uh, pob dole. Pob dole. Pob dole. <laughs> uh, pob dole. Oh, pob. <laughs> when I'm so close to a joke and I just give up on it, I'm just like the punchline. Pob dole. Is that? Is I'm that not going to be clever. Just pob dole. Is that anything? Did I do it? Is that anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a funny in there. Was, yeah. You fill in the joke. It's a choose your own adventure. Perfect. Um. It was it was a juice that I really liked, and I <laughs> drank it a lot when I would like and you know play it like my Atari and things like that. And this uh, brings me back to such like joyous moments mm -hmm. of being like I'm getting to have my sugar drink that I never get to have. I am playing my video game. Life is good. 
nothing can touch me. That's that's why I picked my pub. <laughs> he takes a whiskey drink. He takes a sugar drink. He takes a drink. <laughs> I had my sugar drink. I had my, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, Once again, I get no respect <laughs> on this here Never. cast of pods. Never. Oh. All right. What's your uh, what? Uh, what do you? What's our other thing? What's your song? Uh, my song. You reminded me of the uh, Corey. Once again, you reminded me of Bare Naked Ladies. Um, <laughs> I had a nickel for every time. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and I have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's still weird. It's weird. Um, but not if I had a million dollars. But this song, Pinch Me, Ooh, um, which I wanted to go a slightly deeper cut. And so there, there's so many lines here that connect. It's about feeling like the world itself isn't real, and it's about really happy feelings, like uh, jumping through a sprinkler on your lawn, sad feelings. Um, <laughs> line, there's a restaurant down the street where hungry people like to eat. Still one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> who else would eat at a restaurant? It's hungry That's people, clearly. Really good point. But the, here was the, the, the part that kind of cemented it, uh, the, the existential horror and comedy mixed into one verse. So on an evening such as this, it's hard to tell if I exist. If I pack the car and leave this town, who will notice that I'm not around? I can hide out under there. I just made you say underwear. I just made you say underwear. (laughs) Pack the car and leave this town. Who'll notice that I'm not around? I could hide out under there. I just made you say underwear. Um, and it's, it, that doesn't make the song not deep, right? <laughs> like it's very good, but that line is very funny. Yeah. Anyway, that that's pretty much it. Isn't that such like also a very like '90s thing to have like something very very deep, but just disguised under like the stupidest lyrics or under like really poppy music yeah. or whatever. So it's yeah. like it's always hidden, and then you take like three seconds to listen to the rest of the lyrics, and you're like, oh. Really yeah. makes me think about my mortality. Maybe we're <laughs> we're all like Barbie that. girls living right. in Barbie worlds. You're right. You're right, Corey. Exactly. Um, is it my turn or is it Ben's turn? I I don't know the order. I thought the order is that you go twice. We just circle back. But Corey, oh, did you not do your song yet, Corey? We messed no. it I didn't up. Do my song. No, we yeah. messed it up. No, um, we didn't. Corey said, "Jason, what's your song?" Boom. I I refuse to learn anything about this podcast. I don't Thank know you. if you <laughs> if you've recognized this. It's pronounced podcast, but go on. <laughs> I went with Jason. You said that the uh, your main criticism of this game was that it maybe wasn't long enough or wasn't paced to your liking. I would say the hardest part about this game was waiting for it. Yeah. Again, I'll say the waiting. The waiting. Is the hardest part. It's the hardest part. Mm. Which is why you chose Neil Young. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Which is why you picked Wait for It from Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that's not been good. No, but I went with The Waiting by Tom Petty. That's a classic. You really can't go wrong with that one. Yeah, exactly. And there's all the lyrics, and they mean the thing that I'm saying. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Straightforward. Beautiful. I apologize if I've done this one before, but it just feels like when I play like a game that's like a real throwback like this, 
it's the first thing that comes to mind. Like you said, obviously, we came to be on this podcast, you having me on here, because we used to play Monkey Island all the time when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I was thinking about high school and the things that we also listened to constantly at that time. And the song that like immediately came to mind to me was Little Green Men by Project 86. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. Please. <laughs> please. I got to listen to it right now. We listen to it all the time for one. And because every time I like beat a puzzle without using a clue on this, I get like really like, Fuck yeah, like fist pumpy about it. And so it reminds oh me God, of so the good. like the chorus, you know, I don't need anybody. I don't need anyone. I don't need your guidance home. Like, it was like, yeah, I did this. I didn't need your your book. I figured I figured this shit out on my own. Uh, and so Project 86, Little Green Men. see them in Pomona freshman year? I know we've seen them. I don't remember where it was. All right, sweet. I just show up. God, it's so good. <laughs> Sometimes I just show up and Project 86 is there. Yeah, you just never know. It happens. Is that God, not happening yet? So good. Oh. I, I, that's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to go back and listen to a bunch of Project yeah. 86. You know, Kia went to school with uh, Andrew Schwab. How is Schwab doing these days? He's doing well, right? I feel like he's oh, doing good Oh, I don't things. know. Kia does not interact with him, but they did go to Vanguard at the same time. I feel like they're not still like tooth and nail, like oh yeah, preaching like, yeah, and stuff. I, have no idea. Okay. I feel like there's. I remember looking him up like a year or two ago, and yeah, I feel me like too. he's maybe like a weird kind of, like he oh, could careful. turn into like a weird broy dude. Was like on the cusp of that stuff, but I don't. Yeah. I don't really know. I'm gonna they, they didn't back. go the fairly yeah, conservative back. five iron route. Or the full-on white nationalist skillet route. Right. Five Iron, no longer conservative, but they did for a while, obviously. Yeah, they they took that dip. Yeah, it's that, like, I feel like Reese Roper just has that libertarian thing, you know? And so he's always going to be kind of like... Like, he clearly knew better when he was younger, and then his politics turned towards, like, not having nuance about that kind of shit. (laughs) So I still just, I just avoid, I just avoid it. It yeah, makes me fair. sad. <laughs> Jeff the girl would never. Jeff the know. girl would never. Wow. Which she doesn't, she doesn't like to go by that anymore. Really? That's true. Yeah. She, her name she was likes to Leonora be Lenore Ortega. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That was her name. Yep. <laughs> it was. I think she has a different last name now, so. I don't, I don't know. know. But it is Lenore something. Ah, oh, my lost Lenore. Hmm. <sighs> So much like Edgar Allan Poe in so many ways. They have said of Jason. Jeff the girl, nevermore. Uh, recommendation, <laughs> recommendation station? Or no, what else have we been playing? Yes. That's first. What else have I been playing? All right, I've been playing Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's yeah, good. It's a lot. It's real good. He's good. Jason's always playing good. the weirdest games. Yeah, it's a JRPG. It's fun. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big yellow hat. It's funny. Uh, I got into Rocket League again. I was like level, level 57 on my Xbox a couple years ago. And I stopped playing for like two years. And then Ooh. I think Tyler was playing it or something. And it's free now on PS5. So it's like, I'll pick it up again. And I'm level 40 something already again. And I'm playing it all the time. And I'm. They said the game passed him by. They were wrong. It's tough. I'm, I see, I'll play like casual mode and I'm like 
the lead MVP every game and I go to competitive and I'm like getting swept off the floor. <laughs> so it's bad, but really fun. And the kids like to play. That's a really fun one to play with the kids because it's just oh, soccer with cars. So, <laughs> oh, well, there you fun. go. Yeah, it's very, got very straightforward. Tom Brady over here throwing his marriage away just to get back in the game. I get it. <laughs> I got to get back to level 57, baby. <laughs> Boom. Sacrifice uh, everything else. That was inscription. And... I think he's passed that on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for things. Oh, God, I love inscription uh, so much. It's so yeah, good. I, um... I've kind of been in a return to various games. I downloaded Going Under on my PS5 because I had it on the Wii, obviously, from when we played it uh, on here. Um, and I was like, oh, I really want to play that, but I don't want to go downstairs. So I downloaded that on my PS5, been playing a little bit of uh, Going Under and uh, trying to play more of Evil Dead um, oh yeah, which nice. I continue to be terrible at, but uh, I still have like a lot of fun with it for whatever reason. I don't like. I figured out I just don't unless it's people I know. I don't play with other people because it's too much pressure. Um, so I just do the like yeah. solo AI version and play, and I usually lose, but I have a good time with it nonetheless. So I've just been playing a good amount of Evil Dead lately. Nice. Uh, I will say just bought, downloaded, free, bought? I don't know. It's on my PS5, Heavenly Bodies, which is a game that's been okay. on our shortlist for a year or two that I'm excited to play. Oh, nice. And I'm playing God of War with Tyler. That's my break game. Oh, nice. Uh, is that Ragnarok the Ragnarok just came thing? Out. We, we're going to play that some uh, maybe next year or something, oh, but okay. this is the one that came out two or three years ago. Gotcha. But I started when I got my PS5 in 2021, 20, last year, year and a half ago. Uh, and then stopped for whatever reason, but playing it. I think Nick's going to play it too with us. So we're going to do like a little side month, side quest of, of nice. God of War. Um, nice. Just because we all have our PS5s and we wanted to see, we want to see pretty things for a while. So yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Which of you is going to play Disco Elysium with me Ooh. in the coming year? I think it's perfect for both of you. I think you'd both really enjoy it. Uh, I Did I download that? I feel like I might possibly. Have. I don't know. It's I'll fully voice look ben. at it and you don't have to read any of it. Back. Oh, that's always nice. It's it's Monkey Island with the um, political sentiment of Kentucky Route Zero mm. and some of the mechanics of like a D and D, but like all turned inside out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'll get back to you on that. I have to look at some gameplay or whatever and figure it yeah. out. But I feel like I may have, I may have downloaded it aspirationally. Yeah. I do that a lot. I download a lot of things with aspirations and then just play Death Store again or Cult of the Lamb. Uh, and then Recommendation Station. Shows, Recommendation. books, other games. Recommendation Station to get good ideas on what to watch or listen to. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's so good. I heard it is it's, really it's, good. Is it Ben Schwartz? It's got a bunch of people. Uh, is it Schwartz? Ben Schwartz, uh -huh. Bobby Moynihan. Moynihan. Um, Love Moynihan. Uh, Dean Pelton. He's got a. He's got an actor who plays him. I don't know. He does. I don't know this. what his name is, but you know. uh, Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton's in it. Um, wow. <laughs> yes, he yeah. is as well. Yeah. Lin Manuel. Um, um, I don't know. So I can't think of who the third duck is, but all right. Here's the, here's the bit that sold me on it. Just the, the real quick bit from DuckTales, because they're always doing these Lost Island of Atlantis, uh, Sunken Treasure, like these, these kind of, you know, pulp mystery things. They go to the the <laughs> island of Macaw, 
and it's this uh, casino, vaguely Southeast Asian. Oh, that's a good, good episode. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. But Launchpad, when he gets there, he just like he has an entire Wolverine based spinoff side quest that they never show. <laughs> they land and Launchpad goes, I uh, I need to check on a uh, an old girlfriend from around here. Hold on, I'll be back. And he leaves and he comes back and he's got an eye patch and about 40 arrows sticking out of him. And awesome. he's in samurai armor. And awesome. he goes, ah, Yumiko! <laughs> and he gets, like, gets back on the plane with them. And it's just like, yeah, you remember the Wolverine miniseries when he's in whatever their That's other awesome. Marvel version of Singapore was. Right. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. yeah Lin-Manuel, I listened to it, I think today, Lin-Manuel, or I don't know when the episode came out, but I listened to it today. Lin-Manuel was on the episode of the always sunny podcast all about dayman and the the sh- oh. the the dayman show that they put on in like that yep. whole episode right is the play that they put on ah. yeah and so it's charlie day and lin-manuel miranda and they also have the co-writer of that of the whole play that charlie day wrote the entire thing with the whole musical with talking with lin-manuel about like the history of musicals and like they go oh, through wow. each like there's four or five songs in the sh- in that episode and they go like Lin Manuel is like talking about each one and like the musical history of them, and it's it's really good. Uh, nice. So yeah, that's a recommendation. Uh, another oh, one would be Mythic Quest. Ah, oh, Mythic Quest. Yes, it's just fun. It's really fun, yeah. and just anything Rob McElhenney has to stay on. <laughs> no, we're on the just all in train. that mode at this point. I think I that's recommended great. it last month. Mythic Quest, didn't Maybe I? You did. Yeah, I think we've talked about it, it before. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's going on right now. It's, it's solid. You guys heard of this uh, this soccer show he's doing? No, never heard of it. I don't know if you've heard about it. <laughs> he's making fun of us. Criso Erexum. Uh, what else? Yeah, go for it. For. Oh, I was just going to say, because I remember, I think we were talking about the, the fact that I, I haven't finished it because that's not how I watch TV, but about that fifth episode of the first season that just like God. turns everything on its head and you realize the show is actually like, like it's funny and everything, but it's also actually brilliant. Since we talked about that on this on this podcast in the last month, Tyler, my buddy, came over and he, I was we were talking about that. I was like, "Oh, I just talked about this podcast on the podcast the other day." It's uh, what's it called? Um, Dark Quiet Death. I was like, "Remember the Dark Quiet Death episode?" Oh, yeah. And he's like, "Um, no, I don't think so." I was like, "Dude, Kristen Milioti, Jake Johnson. It's got like all these like random cameos. Totally breaks off. It's like a back in time time travel episode, and it's all about Montreal, the publishers, and like he's like." I don't know what you're talking about. But I was like, but you've seen Mythic Quest. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched the whole thing. It's like, okay, open up your Apple app. He like goes to it. All of them say watched, except for yeah. the fifth episode of episode or of season one. He somehow skipped that just episode. Skipped that one entirely. So I was like, all right, kids, go play iPad. We're watching this right now. And I sat down and watched it. It's like a 40-minute episode. Oh my God. It's so good. Though. That's so funny. I, I wonder if he like, like started it and was like, oh, this is the wrong show and Maybe, like skipped yeah. it or something like that. Like since it's not related at all to the actual yeah. cast of it. But you can watch that. I mean, it's it's very loosely related. So you could just watch that and Yeah, you could watch that episode and oh. be fine and just destroy yourself. Their chemistry is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, any other recommendations? I feel like I had something. Uh, oh, an unrecommendation. I don't know. A sad thing is that Summer Camp Island no longer on HBO. Yeah, because they took all the animation off. Yeah. Is that, well, not all, yeah. Wait, all of it. What do you mean? Well, they no. took like not all of it, but like they did like a big dump. So, of- yeah, like two months ago, yeah. they did like just like a whole bunch of that stuff they took off and summer camp island was in that first wave 
of stuff that they took off of it, which sucks because I love Summer Camp Island so much. There's nowhere else. It's not streaming anywhere else. No. Yeah. And so. it's deliberate. Like it was about like the, the creators talked about it, you know, and it's about rights and not wanting to pay them, essentially, you know, so in order to avoid paying them. And that thus means that the it's not streaming anywhere else either, because you have to pay people if you're going to stream their shit. That so. sucks. So you Yay, pay two bucks an episode mergers. or $20 a season to get it. That's yeah. the only way to get it. Which is worth it. I mean, hey, it's a great show that's very rewatchable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially with young kids. They'll be watching it for years over and over and over. Right. Any other recommendations? Um, my recommendations just finished for Jack of All Graves Book Club, the book Tender is the Flesh. Um which is I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, it is. It's all over the place. It's got this sort of so when we talked about it at book club the other day, I asked at the end of it, would you recommend it to people? And then how would you recommend it? Because what the book kind of why it's flying off the shelves is because it's like, oh, it's the cannibalism book. So it's got right. this kind of like taboo sensationalism to it. And it it is about cannibalism and it's like um the horrifying and like the descriptions are very gross and stuff like that. Nice. So you know, I get it. But um, I think it was Colin who said, you know, uh, or maybe Steve said, um, tell people it's about capitalism instead mm-hmm. and have them read it through that lens. Because what it is, I mean, it's first and foremost, it's about um, meat eating. It's about factory farming, things like that. And the author who's from Argentina um, sort of coming from a very meat centric culture and being a vegetarian and grappling wow. with um, you know why we why we see animals as something we can be so cruel to um, and you know looking at where we get our meat from and how just horrific the industry is by thus what if this was people you know <laughs> and why do we make these distinctions that we do um, so that was her first and foremost like point but also you know I read various interviews with her and she's like it's about capitalism it's about fascism you know it's about just the political climate that we live in um, and how quickly we sort of adapt and get used to cruelty how we get used to fascism things like that and so if you look at it through that lens instead of simply just like ooh cannibalism there's also a lot that you take from this book so i highly recommend tender is the flash if if you look at it through the lens of like ooh cannibalism will you enjoy it as well though <laughs> I guess you you might. I mean, it's like uh, bookseller Ryan. She is like uh, eating a burger while reading it and stuff like that. You know, so some people, uh, you know, Sweet. are not turned off at all by the concepts uh, within this. But yeah, I think for the most part, it at least should make you think about if not becoming a vegetarian or something like that thinking about just kind of like how we determine what we accept when it comes to the treatment of animals like uh also colin referred to harris ranch you know on the five oh yeah, oh, yeah. um as cowschwitz uh and it's like yeah we all drive by that and oh, it's like horrific rough. yeah it's like, like miles and yeah. miles of cow. miles of we just, stayed there once did you really we did yeah they have a really good gift shop it's incredible to me that they put a restaurant and hotel next to just the most horrifying site you've ever seen in your life. And the smell. You know? the, the smell, smell. is horrible. It smells like Petaluma. 40 miles away. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? it's 
intense. I think people thought I was exaggerating when I said that in the book club. Like it's like yeah, for like 30, 40 miles, you start to smell it's like oh, we're coming up on Harris. horrendous smell. Uh, so I think it's good. It you know should make you think about that stuff, but also about you know larger political issues and stuff like that. Very worth reading and very quick read. Sweet. So next up is our holiday episode. I don't think we have oh, any yeah. um, games planned for for afterwards. Uh, we'll see what comes of it, and uh, we'll we'll have a podcast coming in the new year as well. Mm, see where the spirit leads us. Um, but until then, uh, we're in the usual spots. Thank you so much to David Bullock. He's going to be on uh, sometime early in the year. He has a couple of games for us planned. So yes, he'll be on again. Uh, we had a great time with him this year. So and thanks again to David. Thanks again for for being a podcast producer. Excited to have you on uh, early next year. Indeed, indeed. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Get us in the usual spots. uh, Month pod, even try uh, month pub if you want. Month pub, yeah. We won't answer, but see who does. I'm going to secure that on Mastodon. (laughs) Make sure nobody else takes it. I'll grab it on Uh, Hive. We're on we're on Hive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Perfect. I'm on Hive. Monthpod at gmail.com. Month pod. um, Just alive. Boom. I don't remember POD names I, anymore. We are, we are Youth of the Nation. Oh, Youth of the Nation. Classic. Thanks again for listening. As always, <laughs> I have been Ben. I will be Jason. I'm so excited for Ben. For Ben? Bed. Oh, okay. I'm so excited so for Ben. And just like everything he has going on in his life right now, you know? Oh, man. I'm so excited for Ben. Yeah. But just like, what if when you said for Ben, I just kind of like nodded. Oh, okay. Keo, <laughs> come back. Keo, is he back yet? <laughs> I am a mighty pirate. And I've missed your wit and your low alcohol tolerance. <laughs>